0: what is the success rate of small businesses? If you're an entrepreneur running a business right now and you've done it for more than a year or two, you're going to want to tune in and learn what two of the largest reasons are why businesses fail or succeed. All right, let's get started. Welcome to this week's episode of Dylan's podcast. I am Dylan Gallagher, and this is my podcast, a podcast where every week I get to share what's on my mind, sometimes wax philosophically about all things business and entrepreneurism, because I love small business. I love entrepreneurs. I have a couple of decades of working with entrepreneurs, mostly in tight and difficult moments, uh, which is where um, I have the most fun. Um, but I do this podcast mostly just to get some some thoughts off my mind, things that I'm thinking about based on actual conversations that I'm having with real entrepreneurs that are out there every day trying to make a difference. Uh, my focus, my goal is to help fix, fund, or grow Um, a smaller, medium-sized business. And to do that, there are lots of different tools and resources that I take advantage of. And this podcast is one way for me to create some content that can get into the ears of entrepreneurs who might feel like they're alone or that they don't have a good source of real practical information um, and advice that they can do something with. And so what I try to do is uh, encourage you to uh, hang up the headphones and go to work and get something done in your business. Uh, Or I put a stone in your shoe and something I say will annoy you and a couple of days later you might uh, still be thinking about it, but hopefully you'll do something about it. And so in this particular episode, I just wanted to focus a little bit on the success rate of small businesses because I think like any entrepreneur running a business, you have to have a ton of self-confidence to do what you're doing every day. But no matter how confident you are, there are still two big reasons why a business will succeed or why it will fail. And in my experience, both of these reasons ring true, one more than the other, but they are both equally important in my mind. And so let's just go through some of the stats here. The stat that that I use, which is based on both uh, Canada and the U.S., it's sort of a North America-wide stat that continues to sort of check out on its own. And the statistic is that uh, there are about 30 million 30 million, give or take, um, on any particular day for sure. But there's about 30 million entrepreneurs uh, in North America. And by their fifth year, 50% of them, give or take, 50% of them would have failed. So it's one thing to start a business, that takes a tremendous amount of courage. It takes a bunch of tenacity, a bunch of focus and determination. But the real challenge comes from trying to get to the five-year mark. Because if you can get to the five-year mark and you can get past the five-year mark, chances are you're going to make it to the 10-year mark. And chances are really good that you're probably going to have yourself a really good business. Now, to get from zero to five years or to get past five years is not going to come for free. It's going to be stressful. If you are successful to any degree, your first time up to bat, chances are you're going to have uh, some mistakes that will uh, take you out of the game for a little while or certainly adjust your expectations, but if you're able to grind through those problems and work your way through the challenges, then on the other side of that, you probably have a really good business. And I was reminded by an entrepreneur today who said, you know, Dylan, you always say you're never going to feel a year from now the way I feel uh, today and at the time that I said that to him, he, his business was in a really, really, really tough spot. And I just reminded him that a year from then, he wasn't going to feel the way he felt. And today he was able to say, Dylan, I am telling you, that is so very, very true. I've made it to the other side. I've, I've repaid my creditors. I have dealt with the legal garbage. And uh, I'm often running in a direction now, and I feel really good about it. But more important than that, I'm really smart now um, about what I need to do to make sure that I don't get into that spot again. It's not to say I'm not going to get into another tough spot, but thank you for, for that advice. And so if you can get to the five-year mark or get past it, then you're probably going to have a great business, but you're going to hit a couple of hurdles. And here are the two big hurdles that you're going to hit. Uh, the first one is people. When you start a business or or if you have yet to fail to any degree, you will believe that everyone or you'll have a high belief that anyone who's on your team or anyone that's working for you, they're just going to simply be the best. They're just going to be good at what they do. You're going to hire people for the office. You're going to hire people uh, to help sell. You're going to hire people to do some operations. And you're just going to assume these are the best people that I have. And if your business does end up experiencing a failure... It will be a leadership exercise. It'll be because you didn't lead them properly and most likely because you didn't know how to lead them and you didn't know the significance of what it meant to lead a good team. But you also probably didn't have the right team members on your team. You didn't have the people that could add value to your business. Um, As we start businesses and as we grow them, we realize that we need people to help do the work. And so we tend to look at people as filling in a role or being able to do a task. But until we have failed to any degree, we don't really realize that the kind of people that really make a business work are the kinds of people who can add value, who are smarter than you are, who can give you advice and direction, and they have the capabilities of getting a result that your business really needs. And entrepreneurs oftentimes think of themselves as being at the top of the hierarchy and that the people below them just need to do what they're told to do. And as a business fails and the entrepreneur gets humbled and beat up a little bit, the entrepreneur, hopefully, with any luck, will realize that uh, the entrepreneur is an equal team member with everybody else, that the entrepreneur is contributing something that nobody else on the team can contribute, and that should be leadership and vision and execution and focus, and that the other members on the team should each be contributing their own piece. If you have a team right now, or or if in your business, you, you, you can't say that you have a team that is contrib- contributing their skills, experience, and talents to get a result, um, then chances are you probably have a team that's just a bunch of order takers. And if you lose your sight, you lose your vision, or you don't wake up every day looking to take the day on with a challenge, then your business is slowly going to atrophy away. So there's no question in my mind that people people are one of the largest reasons why a business will be extremely successful or not successful at all. And I do believe it means that you work with people who can get the job done. As a leader, you give them the tools. And the mistake that first-time entrepreneurs make or entrepreneurs that haven't experienced any meaningful failure The mistake that they will make is they will hire people or add people to their team that can complete tasks, but don't have the authority and the autonomy to be responsible for the result. So they're told to do the work, but they're not given the accountability and the responsibility of getting a result done. Or worse than that, what I've experienced far too many times is they are given the task, they are told to get the result But then they're not given the autonomy and they don't have the ability to get the job done because the entrepreneur tends to have their hands so tightly around uh, the business that the the team members can't breathe. And so all they can do is complete tasks. So I think that on the way to the five-year mark, it becomes pretty evident whether or not you've got a team that's going to help you get past the five-year mark or not past the five-year mark based on how well they're contributing, how well they're adding value and how little you have to manage them or micromanage their daily activities and instead can look at the contribution that they're making combined with your leadership. It means that your business is probably growing year over year. And if everything I just said doesn't sound like your business, you might want to reevaluate your team, your team members, but more importantly, how you're leading them. Okay, so that's some of the soft stuff. And I know that Entrepreneurs who haven't been punched in the face enough times don't quite understand that it is all about people. If you want to be a tyrant and micromanage, then you are not going to have a business that's going to make it and beat the odds. Uh, And if you do beat the odds, it's sure going to be a struggle. Uh, But the second second reason why businesses will or won't make it to the five-year mark is because of cash. Cash, 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 cash. You've heard me say it before, money in your bank account does not mean you're profitable. But a balance sheet where your assets and your equity are greater than your liabilities, that is a business that's worth something and is valuable. Most businesses going from zero to five years, if the entrepreneur has looked at the balance sheet... And there's a big if there. And if they've understood what's on the balance sheet, chances are their liabilities are greater than their assets. And so they have negative equity in their business. And as a result, the business is struggling to pay its bills on time. It's probably falling behind on its obligations to creditors, lenders, the government, etc. And because the entrepreneur doesn't know how to read the balance sheet, they tend to only look at the profit and loss statement, which is the revenue and the expenses of the business. Um, they tend not to have all of the information. And then worse than all of that is they will look at their accountant, they'll look at their controller, they will look at the, the quote-unquote finance person in their business, and they'll say, well, how come you didn't, how come you didn't tell us we're in trouble financially? And my philosophy is that finance is the caboose on a train. It's really just a recording device. It's a feedback loop to tell you how you're doing. Your business should be set up so that your sales department, your sales division, your sales uh, group, they are responsible for their own results and have their own measurements and their own way to measure what they're doing to tell you how things are going. Because if sales start to get off track, then the next uh, car in line, which is operations, is going to get off track. And then finally, the caboose will be off track. Um, Your sales team should know how how to manage their own results. They should have... Uh, indicators, KPIs, if you will, sounds like a big a big acronym, but it key performance indicators, they should have their own way to gauge their success and know whether they're on track or off track. Your operations department should know how well they are delivering the product or service to your customers and whether they're able to do it in a timely manner, whether they're doing it profitably. They don't need to know the bare bones of them of, of, or they don't need to know all of the details of the math, but they do need to know the bare bones. How much are we selling? What is it costing us? And are we making gross margin? And then by the time the caboose sees everything, they are able to simply say, we are meeting our budget. We are not meeting our budget. And here are the things that we need to be talking about going into the next month or into the next quarter. Many an entrepreneur again, who have not completely failed or have never failed significantly, or as I like to say, been punched in the face enough times, they tend to think that the finance department leads the business, runs the business, tells them everything about the business. And that's only partially true, which is to mean it's not true at all. Your finance department is only telling you what has happened. Your finance department, your accountant, your finance person, your controller cannot tell you what is happening and cannot tell you what is going to happen. Your sales team should be telling you what is going to happen. Your operations team should tell you what is happening. And your finance department should simply tell you what has happened. Because cash is king, many entrepreneurs will manage their business from their bank account or will not Bothers surrounding themselves with people that understand finance, and then it gets a little trickier than that, because at some point an entrepreneur will hire a quote unquote finance person, but the finance person isn't really given any direction, isn't told what the company business plan is, isn't told what the targets are, uh, isn't told what the vision is, and so all finance can do is really just record financial transactions, present them in a format that sort of looks like a finance um, presentation. But most entrepreneurs don't understand their balance sheet, don't understand their profit and loss statement. And by the time they run out of cash, they tend to point their fingers at the accountants in their business to say, why didn't you tell me? And then they end up firing them most times. And then they go to the bank or they talk to investors and they say, oh, yeah, my accountants, you know, my accountants really made a bunch of mistakes. And that's why our business is in turmoil right now, which isn't which isn't true the business was in turmoil long before the finance anyone working in the finance part of your business was able to figure was able to figure it out so 50% that's the number 5 years that's the goal if you're between 0 and 5 years you want to look at your team you want to make sure you've got people that are contributing on their own they're accountable for their own result and they also have the responsibility and autonomy to get that result you then want to make sure that You've got the cash that your business needs and that your finance department uh, is telling you what has happened, but the, you are working very closely with your operations team to see what is happening. And more importantly, you are paying very close attention to your sales team so that you can see what is going to happen. And if you keep track of all of that, you can keep your business uh Going down the path that they need, that your business needs to go down in order to be profitable and valuable. And so make sure that you're dealing with uh, the team, the people element of your business just as equally as you need to deal with. The money side, the cash side of your business. And if you are fortunate enough to figure out how to do both of those things, the chances are you're going to make it past the five year mark. And chances are even better that you're probably going to build a very profitable and healthy business, which is going to be um, a place where people can have meaningful uh, employment, where you're contributing to the economy and to the community around you, and you as an entrepreneur can benefit from the risks that you took in the scary nights and the sleepless nights and the stressful days and the anxious-filled afternoons that were required to get your business to where it is today. So that's what's on my mind. That's what I was thinking about, and I hope that someone who has listened to this podcast would take some notes, would hang up the earbuds and go and do something about what they've heard today, or at a minimum share it with another entrepreneur that could benefit from what was said on this week's episode. So I appreciate you tuning in, and I sure hope that you tune in next week.